Welcome to the relaunch of the uh, podcast. I'm Ryan Smith, and um, trying to uh, re-up here on the uh, uh, OOT podcast, which I was currently on with um, Cameron Clark. Uh, Cameron, in the meantime, since has um, decided to go to college. He has decided to get a girlfriend. And uh, he has ran off to um, bigger and better venues. Um, so in the meantime, I've had several people asking me about uh, the podcast. So I thought I'd go ahead and, and, and shoot here. I'm actually shooting outside uh, using a completely different type of um, software here that I'm going to try to go. But anyway, the last time that we spoke on the OT podcast, um, I decided to... Uh, we were going to go into the fantasy football, a uh, fantasy football draft. Most, for the most part, have taken place. Uh, but since I, uh, since I did mention that we would go through a fantasy football podcast, I decided to go ahead and and, and, and do one. Um, and maybe you haven't done that yet, and maybe you have, and maybe you would like to, um, you would like to know uh, about possible trades that you would like to make. Uh, I'm going to go through a list of the uh, NFL, really. Um, and, and, te- and guys that I think you should draft this year and guys to stay away from. Um, and we'll start in the AFC East. Um, the, um, the AFC East, I, I like New England this year. I think New England's going to win the East um, despite all their injuries. If you have watched Miami and you have watched Buffalo and you have watched New, um, New York, um, it's easy to see that um, there's no doubt that The jet, uh, you can go eight and eight and win that division. Uh, Patriots are better than that this year. <laughs> I like New England. I think New England. Um, um, Chris Hogan could be a guy to own, and I think Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan is a guy that would be available for you in the ninth or tenth round. Um, uh, of course, Gronk, uh, Chris Hogan, two guys probably to own. I would. I would definitely uh, draft Julian Edelman because I think in a lot of drafts he's going to fall. Um, if you have him as a keeper and you have him in late rounds, definitely keep him. I know you're going to miss him for four weeks plus the bye week, um, but I would definitely uh, draft Julian Edelman there. Um, I think the running back to own there is going to be Rex Burkhead. Um, I wouldn't count out James White if you uh, definitely in PPR leagues. Uh, White and Burkhead, the two guys to own there. I'm not really a Sonny Michelle guy. I think Sonny Michelle is very talented. Um, but uh, Sonny Michelle fumbles the football. That was one of his things at Georgia, and you know how, what Belichick, how he feels about fumbling. Uh, Michelle's very talented. Of course, Hill and Gillis, uh, Gillisley are both there, probably taking more of the goal line roles. Um, Burkhead and James White, uh, both guys that you draft, um, and Edelman and Hogan somewhere in there. Um, I think Gronk definitely looking more of the uh, – Probably get Gronk third, fourth round, and uh, maybe in some maybe in some areas he slides a little bit too. Um, the New York Jets, um, the Jets, who I uh, I think are going to finish second in that league this year, and 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 when I mean second, I'm talking a five win uh, uh, team. Um, running back Isaiah Crowell is the guy to own there. Um, I wouldn't put any any stock in Bilal Powell. Uh, Crowell um, hasn't done much in the preseason. 
Um, I like Crowell. I don't think he's that bad. Um, the Browns uh, didn't run the ball very much uh, for him. And if you, if you remember two years ago, uh, Crowell had a really good year. And um, the Jets like to pound the football. So I think Crowell is definitely a guy that you can get in rounds six through eight. And, um, and he could be an effective. He could be a steal. I see a lot of guys probably passing on him. And Crowell's more talented catching the ball out of the backfield than what people um, might think. Um, however, if you, have, if you are low at wide receiver and Crowell has a couple of uh, good weeks, I definitely think you might want to look at getting rid of him. Uh, sell high on him only because I think the Jets are going to be down um, a lot on the scoreboard and they're going to be throwing the ball a lot and when they do that Elijah McGuire is going to be the guy that does a lot of the catching out of the backfield so if Crowell gets hot early I definitely think that he should be a guy that you look to move um, the Miami Dolphins uh, well sorry with Jets uh, wide receivers not really a guy I like there uh uh, Robbie um, um, Robbie Anderson had a really great year with Josh McCown last year, uh, but most of his his balls were deep balls. Um, you can probably get him in later rounds. Uh, no doubt he's very talented. I don't know how many uh, safeties he's going to be able to sneak behind this year. And uh, Denald seems to be a guy that likes to throw the ball underneath a lot more when McCown was more of a guy that opened up and, and threw the deep ball. So. Um, and all signs point to Denald being um, uh, Darnold. Sorry, Sam Darnold. I don't know why I say Denald. Uh, Darnold uh, being the guy to be the starting quarterback there in New York. The Miami Dolphins uh, will finish third. Also probably about four or five wins. Uh, not really impressed with this team. Devontae Parker, a wide receiver, has been a disappointment. Um, I don't see him being a valuable um, um, fantasy option. I also do not see... Um, Many of their running backs being a valuable option. Uh, there's been uh, Kenyon Drake was the guy that played really good at the end of the year last year. But once again, same situation. I think the Dolphins are going to be behind a lot and throwing the football. I think Drake will have some good games here or there. But I'm not taking him. I'm definitely not touching Kenyon Drake in the first four rounds. Um, maybe fifth. But um, not that, not too impressed with him. Um, and Frank Gore is going to vulture uh, a goal line carry or two. To keep him, uh, the wide receiver to own there, I would say probably is Kenny Stills. Uh, there is a good relationship between Tannehill and Kenny Stills with a deep ball. Um, Amendola will get some looks in PPR. Um, wouldn't expect too many big plays out of Amendola. And plus there's always the injury bug when it comes to that as well. Uh, moving to the AFC North. Um, uh, many like the Pittsburgh Steelers again, and I think the Steelers are a very talented. Ben Roethlisberger's not a guy that I would be looking on my fantasy radar at all. Uh, maybe uh, for bye weeks against the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> because Roethlisberger seems to, to 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 put up big numbers when it comes to playing Cleveland. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, I know there's a holdout going on. Uh, I just don't see any way anybody could fear. Um, I just don't see anybody being able to fear um, drafting him because I, uh, you know, this is his contract year and, um, you know, he wants to be the highest paid 
running back or player in history, in NFL history. And uh, so I think the Steelers know that it is he's done. This is his last year in Pittsburgh. So they're going to run him into the ground. So I'm all in on Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he's going to play. So if he doesn't, then I have lost a lot of respect for him. Antonio Brown, obviously, I think Brown or Le'Veon Bell can go number one overall. Both guys can go in the top three, top four. Um, Brown's just super talented, um, you know. So Antonio Brown is is the is the guy. Him and Bell to own there. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster, I would definitely, um, I would definitely uh, highly recommend getting on your roster this year. Um, Antonio Brown's going to see a ton of double coverage, sometimes triple coverage. Leaving Schuster um, a lot of one on and a lot of one on one situations, so I would go after uh, Smith Schuster, uh, Cincinnati. I like this year; their offense looks pretty good. Um, not a huge Andy Dalton guy, but once again, Andy Dalton um, again in certain matchups, in in bye week situations, has some um, has some ability there to put you to twenty to twenty five points up. Um, Joe Mixon, a lot of people are really buying high on Joe Mixon. I see some places have him in the, in the top, you know, uh, from rounds three to five. I've seen one to three and I've seen one to two. Um, I've been really high on Joe Mixon. Uh, the only thing, um, in the preseason ga- preseason games, he's catching balls out of the backfield, but he's not finding many holes. So I think the pass blocking from Cincinnati has improved with adding Gordy Glenn to the offensive line. Um, but I see some good games out of Joe Mixon. Um, I think A.J. Green is going to have a phenomenal year. Um, A.J. Green um, is definitely a, a, a round two to three guy. Um, so if you, I, I would highly recommend getting A.J. Green on your roster, despite the fact that the Bengals have a tough schedule this year. Um, they have a tough schedule based against teams with good offenses. Um, not not necessarily top defenses, so I think Green is going to have a really good year. Um, Mixon, I think, will have some big games. Uh, so those two guys that you're definitely looking for. Um, if you go, uh, John Ross is a guy that to keep an eye on, but he might be a boomer bust, big play guy, or not. Um, if you go deeper in the leagues, Tyler Boyd could be an option, and then the return of Tyler Eifert. We'll see how healthy. He is. Uh, if you can snag him in the later rounds, and he is your second tight end, um, I would definitely um, look at him as a possibility. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, I uh, could be a four or five team win team there. Um, Carlos Hyde seems to be the back of choice there, um, and I like Carlos Hyde if he stays healthy. Uh, I could see him. Uh, and in, in, in rounds five, six, seven, taking him. Um, but once again, Cleveland could be down quite a bit. And when they get down, that's where Duke Johnson uh, Jr. plays. Uh, if you're in a PPR league, I highly recommend drafting Duke Johnson somewhere in round 10 and down uh, for him because he is such a great bye week um, plug-in because of his ability to catch the football out of the backfield. Um, I like Jarvis Landry. I think Landry is a perfect PPR guy uh, this year in between rounds four and six um, for Cleveland. David Njoku, uh, I like him this year. I, uh, he is rated. He, he's going to be rated, rated in my top five uh, breakout players this year. 
and tight ends, David Njoku. Um, if you have a if you have a really solid tight end, for example, like a Greg Olson or a Jordan Reed, that is injury prone, and Njoku and uh, David Njoku is out on the waiver wire, I would pick him up and, and, and stash him because you know it's just a matter of time before one of those guys gets hurt. Um, love David Njoku, um, Josh Gordon, kind of a risky pick right now. Um, I wouldn't touch him. Um, at the moment, I'd kind of see how things go with him and in and, and, and practice. So I would say those are the those are the guys that I would take from Cleveland. Uh, Tyrod Taylor has no upside for me to take, um, despite the fact I didn't end up starting him in a couple of games last year. Um, he is a bye guy, a bye quarterback, not somebody that you would want sitting, starting every week in your lineup. Um, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, there's not really – Many Ravens that I, I like. Um, Alex Collins had a really good year last year. He seems to be the guy that everybody's talking about uh, as, as, as the, the, the best option there. Um, I can see Collins going between rounds four and six. Um, definitely a great uh, – Collins is a good flex back to draft. Um, Michael Crabtree, um, uh, Flacco has targeted him quite often in the preseason. Um you know, I would not draft Crabtree. That's just me. Um, but Flacco's got to throw the ball somewhere. And, you know, Crabtree's going to get a lot of targets and a lot of looks. I'm just not a Joe Flacco guy. And Joe Flacco uh, should not be drafted at all on, in any fantasy football formats. Um, looking at the AFC South, uh, Jacksonville, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette definitely a... Uh, Late first round, early second round guy. He's going to get 25 to 30 touches a game. Draft Leonard Fournette. You will not be disappointed. Uh, I really like uh, Austin Seffrin Jenkins there. Uh, Bortles throws the ball underneath a lot. I think uh, ASJ um, is in my top five of tight ends this year. And definitely somebody that I would like to target myself. Um, as far as wide receivers, not a lot going on there. Um, they just lost um, Marquise Lee for the year. So I would recommend uh, the tight end really to own there. Um, uh, Dante Moncrief is a great option there to look at. Nate Cole's a great uh, option to look at there. I would just try to stay away from Jacksonville wide receivers um, only because of Bortles' inability to throw the deep ball. Didi Westbrook. Uh, might come into play some, but honestly, if I'm looking for two options, I'm looking at Fournette and Seferin Jenkins there uh, with the Jags. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, this is Derrick Henry's year to break out, um, although I see a lot of um, a lot of frowning going on with Derrick Henry after the signing of Deion Lewis, as Deion looks to be the third down back change of pace back there. Um, I still think Henry's going to have a good year. He's going to get 20 to 25 touches versus the 12 to 15 he was getting last year. Um, Marcus Mariota is an interesting option at quarterback. I think you could get him round 9 to 10. And uh, I would have no problem with Mariota being my quarterback every single week. Um, uh, I, I, uh, Corey Davis uh, was a little bit of a disappointment this year. I think Davis uh, is 6th is to 8th round worthy. And I, and I think he's going to have a good year. I like him this year. Um, uh, Richard Matthews always seems to be a favorite target 
of Marcus Mariota. So uh, keep an eye on him too in deeper uh, formats as well. Um, the, uh, the Texans, uh, Deshaun Watson, do not be afraid to draft Deshaun Watson uh, as early as the uh, seventh and eighth round. I like Watson. I think Watson uh, is, is going to be back. He's going to be fine. His arm's not bothered. Uh, cor- um, I, DeAndre Hopkins um, is, I mean, is my wide receiver number two. Uh, draft him in the first round if he's there. Uh, Hopkins is going to have a monster season. Uh, Lamar Miller doesn't really have much fantasy value to me, but he will start games this year and probably split some time with Alfred Blue uh, until Dante Foreman comes back. If you get off to a good start on your season and you pick up Foreman and stash him, if you're able to, I would, because Foreman is the guy that they really want starting there in Houston, and there's a possibility that he could be that guy. Um, A young guy from Notre Dame, Fuller, um, was big last year and had some big plays down the field. Uh, a good bye week guy to maybe keep around because he's due for a big, a possible big play uh, here and there. Um, love um, looking through at that division, the Indianapolis Colts. Andrew Luck's back. Uh, Luck, you should be able to get whenever you really want to. Um, uh, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, Matthew Barry was really negative on T.Y. Hilton. I am not negative on T.Y. Hilton. I think T.Y. Hilton is really talented. Um, So roll, draft T.Y. Hilton in rounds four, three, four, possibly five, uh, and and go without care. And and Ryan Grant uh, is a guy they picked up too, maybe in deeper PPR leagues. You look to draft Ryan Grant. Um, Two tight ends there to keep an eye on, Eric Ebron, and I know we've Everybody says it every year. This is Eric Ebron's breakout season, and it never turns out to be Ebron season. Um, Ebron, you definitely want to keep an eye on. And Luck loves to throw the ball to Jack Doyle, so Jack Doyle definitely uh, I got to keep an eye on. Running back situation, I wouldn't really touch right now. Um, Robert Turbin might be the guy that starts week one uh, for a week or two until Marlon Mack gets back. Um, I like Mac. I think Mac could be a good PPR guy. Uh, so keep an eye on Marlon Mac. Uh, they have a couple rookie running backs. I don't think either one of them are ready to be fantasy relevant next. AFC West. Um, the Denver Broncos. Uh, Case Keenum is their quarterback. Not a guy I'm jumping to, 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 to draft, but I do like his connection that he has with Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders uh, in round six through eight. Keep an eye on him, and I would draft him, especially in PPR formats. Uh, Thomas, we know, is the is the more talented of the receivers, but Keenum throw the, throws the ball underneath a lot. Ask Diggs and Thielen. Um, so um, I really like um, Emmanuel Sanders this year. Um, so keep an eye on him. Uh, the running back situation, uh, Devin Booker. Um, uh, Booker is going to be starting Devontae Booker, sorry Devontae Booker is going to be starting For Denver And he's number one on the death chart But Royce Freeman's going to take over And Booker's going to be an afterthought uh, Freeman's pretty talented 
Um, he's um, a little bit more athletic than C.J. Anderson was. I would definitely look to draft Freeman in rounds five through seven because I think Freeman's going to have is going to be really solid, and he would be a good keeper uh, the next year um, for anybody. Jake Butt, a guy to keep an op- option on, uh, a guy that set out and missed last season uh, due to a, uh, an ACL injury. Um, but he, I think, later on in the season for Denver will be a, 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 a tight end to, to really remember. AFC, uh, uh, the, the AFC West also rounds out the Oakland Raiders. Um, I, I think Amari Cooper, this has got to be the year for him. Got to be the year for him to break out. Michael Crabtree's not there to take targets. I'm loving Amari Cooper. I think Cooper's going to have a big year. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is the running back to own there. Um, and he's really more, Lynch is more of an end zone or bus guy anymore. Not putting a whole lot of stock in David Carr. I know a lot of people were jumping on him last year. Not putting a whole lot of stock in Carr. Uh, Kansas City, Mahomes, the young kid. He's looked really good in the preseason. Might be a quarterback to take a risk taking there in rounds 8 to 10. Uh, just to kind of see how he does. He's got a really good relationship with Tyreek Hill, who is the wide receiver to own there. Uh, also had a good relationship with Chris Conley. Uh, keep an eye on Conley um, and Tyreek Hill as possible valuable options there. I, I think Tyreek Hill is definitely worth a, a fourth-round look at wide receiver. Um, Kareem Hunt, a guy busted on the scene last year. Um, reminds me a lot of how Devontae Freeman started his rookie year as well. Um, keep an eye on Hunt. Uh, if you remember, he had three or four really rough games last year towards the end of the year. And... Um, finish with two strong ones um i like hunt his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield i don't know if he'll move into a sophomore slump i kept him this year in my fantasy football because i took him in the eighth round i if he was higher in the top first two rounds if i have a better option i'm going to take him only because i've seen some things with kansas city towards the end of the year last year that i didn't like with the offensive line um the defensive fronts were getting and hitting Hunt pretty um, I mean, pretty early and often. He wasn't bursting through the hole like he first was. Uh, but Hunt in PPR leagues is really good. Um, I definitely think he is uh, late second round um, worthy. Early third, uh, late second for Kareem Hunt. Travis Kelsey is going to be productive as usual. Um, I would look at taking Kelsey in rounds four to five. Um Kansas City um, has some talent on that roster. And then looking, finally, uh, rounding out the West here with the Chargers. Um, the Chargers, uh, Keenan Allen is the guy to own there. Um, and I, I've seen Allen going as high as the first round and early second round. His injury history concerns me to draft him early first or early second. Maybe late second, I'm snagging him, um, and he's going to get a lot of targets. Um, and now with that, you know, both tight ends are hurt. I expect the white or both tight ends uh, for San Diego Gates um, and uh, the other guy Henry uh, Hunter Henry uh, is now out. I could see there being some problems there, and the ball has to go somewhere. Uh, Mike Williams seems to be 
a guy that is a a, a, a red zone threat. Um, so Allen is the guy to own there. Um, Melvin Gordon, I've seen him going in first rounds, second rounds. I really like Gordon. Gordon's got a soft schedule this year. Uh, draft Melvin Gordon and hope he stays healthy. Um, Austin Eckler um, is a good handcuff. I would probably handcuff Eckler if I draft Gordon. Gordon does get hurt um, somewhat often. Um, <clears throat> so keep an eye on that. And Phillip Rivers is always a good guy to draft in rounds two, or I'm sorry, 10, 11. Um, and uh, it always seems to put up uh, solid numbers. All right. And uh, that is your AFC fantasy take uh, for the podcast. And um, I'll be back tomorrow night to do the NFC. And um, hoping we can get this podcast up and rolling. Um, and, uh, you know, soon we'll talk more Reds. Uh, we haven't had a talk about the Reds in a while. Some Bengals talk. And um, some local college basketball news, um, as reported. Uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats and the Kentucky Wildcats had, have recently played over um, uh, one in the Bahamas and one in Canada. And some things, uh, some really great things that we're seeing. So we'll get into some, hopefully some Wildcat, Bearcat, Reds, Bengals talk after um, after tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll give a little breakdown of the NFC fantasy football. And um, we'll, uh, and we'll roll from there. We'll have some special guests. It'll be a good time. All right. I'm Ryan Smith. See you next time.